The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Most experts agree we're headed for a downturn, but it is all about perspective. The folks at Veros point out that we were never going to maintain the success of 2021 in the early part of 2022. So what's a fair comparison for next year? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. And today I'm joined by Eric Fox. He's the chief economist at Veros. Eric, thanks for joining me. Nice to be here, Mike. So, um... We've been hearing a lot of concern about where the market in general and where the housing market specifically will be in 2023. Uh, Do you you share that concern? Do you think we're in for a a rough road uh, next year? I I mean, I definitely think 2023 is not going to be the best year housing has ever seen. Whether we're going to have gloom and doom and 20% down, I don't see that at all. Um, I think if you look at 2022, that by and large was a tale of two markets. It was a very strong first half of the year, a very, very slow, very weak second half of the year. And I think for 2023, we might see something a little bit in reverse. We'll probably see a fairly weak uh, first half of the year and maybe a recovering but not quite as strong um, second half of the year if we compare it to the first part of 2022. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be slower, but don't see the gloom and doom. And is that, I mean, so do you think that the doom and gloom is, you know, obviously 2021 and the first part of 2022 were, uh, just sort of, you know, very extreme outliers in, in the housing market and in refi. And it was just, you know, we even saw tremendous growth in the industry because of the amount of volume. So when do you think that's part of when others are worried about doom and gloom? You know, you're working off of a baseline that is just not sustainable. Correct. That's part of the problem. I think um, a lot of what we're looking at now, as a matter of fact, it's what we were seeing prior to COVID in 2017, 2018, and 2019, which was a pretty strong market. It wasn't as as crazy as you point out in as 2021. Um, or first part of 2022. But yes, we we see us um, slowing, but maybe getting a little bit more back to normal uh, types of patterns. And we had the aberration along the way, which is maybe clouding people's memories of what it used to be uh, pre-pandemic. It, it can also impact consumers, buyers, uh, you know, visions of the market, which is, is, you know, certainly important here if they're getting sticker shock from rates, even though they're at sort of normal levels and prices have, have taken off. Um, so as you said, you do think we're maybe in for a slow start to 2023. I mean, do you think that those are things that are having an impact in the market that buyers are also having to readjust to, to where we are right now? 
Yeah, I do, I do think so. Um, I've spoken with a lot of realtors um, and talked with them about what their buyers are saying now. And one of the things is there's still lots of buyers. I uh, spoke with a, a realtor from Tampa the other day and lots of people moving to Florida, lots of people still wanting to buy. Um, and so those types of buyers really aren't having as big of an impact on the market as, say, buyers who are in their current home with a 2.75 interest rate um, and they want to upsize or downsize but stay in the same market. They're they're sort of saying, well, we don't want to give up our you know low rate and go out and get a 7% interest rate for that slightly bigger, slightly smaller home. And so they're kind of frozen up. And I think sellers um, are are so sellers are um, causing there not to be that much supply still because they're staying put. Yet we still have uh, some buyers in the market, but not as many buyers. So the buyers overall are lower as well. So it's kind of an odd market. Um, it's we're not getting that huge increase in supply like we did say back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight which caused the market just to start to go in a free fall. Now we're sort of seeing both buyers and sellers freezing up, relatively speaking, to where we were a year ago. And prices are slowing, but they're not plummeting. So it's it's a very unusual time. And I don't know if you have a, pro, you know, a projection for what you think we'll see in home sales, but it sounds like you think, as you said, 27, 18, 19 is sort of a realistic benchmark for, for what we're going to see in 2023. Yeah, I think so. Um, when I when I was looking at the numbers uh, prior to our discussion here today, I I think we're we're probably going to be down sometime around some someplace around ten percent year over year from twenty twenty two into twenty twenty three. I don't think it's realistic that we'll see the numbers in twenty twenty three for home sales that we did in twenty twenty two. But I don't again don't see it crashing. And what are what are some of the things then that you look at, and, and maybe there's some of the things that we touched on that you're a little bit more optimistic than maybe some of the other people that we've talked with. Well, well, I think unemployment we do see that going up um, from our current three point seven percent, but we I don't see that as uh, going up extremely high. So um, we might be a year from now at around four point four percent. That's our current forecast. So that's not going to really put a huge damper on the housing market. Um, inflation, I also think the current 7.1% rate that we're at, um, several months ago, we said because of housing price uh, declines or slowing down and housing or shelters over a third of the, the CPI, we'll, we would definitely see that 9% number come down, and, and we have. Um, I think we'll see that in a year, be probably high threes, low fours. So we're not going to to be back at two or 3% again, I don't think anytime soon, but I do see that slowing. Um, And then interest rates, we don't see that really changing that much. I think most um, interest rates, mortgage interest rates have the Fed um, um, future increases in the federal funds rate priced in. And I doubt I doubt we'll see a market change. I, I think we'll probably just kind of bounce bounce in that mid six range, maybe a little lower, maybe a little higher. Don't think we'll be back above seven. I would be surprised if we're in the fives um, anytime soon. So and those are, I think, overall the things that are are causing me to suggest that we're not going to see a, a drastic decline 
uh, in the housing market. Kind of what we need is is a period going into 2023 where consumers feel a little bit better about their situation. Obviously, there's a lot of concerns about a recession, but as you said, people won't be losing their jobs. Inflation will slow down, and you assume wages will catch up to, you know, what not only home prices but what they're spending at the grocery store. So, kind of, I guess what we're waiting for is consumers to feel better about. Okay, I can take on a mortgage right now. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. What are some of the signs where maybe people in in uh, mortgage in the mortgage industry can say, all right, it seems like people are coming back to the market. Obviously, we can look at things like home sales, but maybe what are some of the economic signs where you might say, now is the time to talk to the people I've been talking to about the market's going to pick up. Now is the time to get your home before you know you have competition again. Well, I think that's that's what we'll start to see some buyers do. Um, you can only sit on the sidelines for so long. I mean, if you're moving because of a job from one place to another, you have no choice but to buy a house other than rent. So I think those people, by and large, are, are staying in the market. But eventually, people will say, you know, we've wanted to upsize. We've wanted to downsize. We can't do that. We've been here for two years because of COVID. Now we're here another year because of um, because of the, the uncertainty in the market. So at some point, I think we'll get a critical mass that will say we're, we're going to go ahead and move forward. Now, will that be the spring buying season, the summer buying season? That could be, be the time. Um, when we look at supply of homes, you know, when we, we go back to say 2007, 2008, when we entered this period, we went from very low supply to six, eight, 10, 12 months supply of homes very quickly. Um, now we've essentially last year gone from, I believe it's a, a little over two months supply, and now we're a little over three months supply. So it hasn't rocketed up. So there's still not that much out there. And so it isn't going to take many buyers to say, you know, we're just going to move forward to turn the market around really quickly. And when those buyers do that, then all of a sudden it's going to be a feeding frenzy, I'm afraid, because there's there still isn't that inventory and and prices will prices will go up. So we'll see what happens, but but I think those are those are um kind of the dynamics right now. Do you do you think I mean given that inventory problem and, and of course you have a lot of sellers maybe pulled their house back off the market because they weren't getting what their neighbor got earlier this year. They're maybe looking to come back. Do you do you think we could see home prices explode again, or do you think you know if the market picks up, we're looking at more normal price growth? I, I we still have a critical shortage of homes in the United States, um, so that problem isn't going away anytime soon. So that tells me long term we're going to have uh, more more home price appreciation like a lot of places in the world have had for many years where they're very expensive. I think the United States is at the kind of beginning phases of that. However, that being said, I don't think we're going to see an explosion like a 20% um, in 2023 or anything like that. I think 
we we will see a fairly slow um, beginning to the year, and our our forecast models right now are starting to show that maybe we'll see some some slight appreciation from a national point of view later in 2023. So, our quarterly forecast of a quarter ago for our annual forecast was um, a little over a percent appreciation on a national level a year over year between Q3 2022 to Q3 2023. I suspect that 1% number when we come out with our Q4 forecast between now and the end of next year will probably be very flat or maybe even slightly declining. So maybe you know zero to minus one percent. So overall, I don't see the market turning around in 2023, but I don't think we're going to see numbers like we did back in 2007, 2008. And and I don't know how far you look out, but you know certainly in in the mortgage industry, you know there there's been uh, layoffs companies pivoting and, and changing their business models, getting out of certain types of, of mortgages. Uh, certainly a tough time for people in the industry. Um, so for those who might be sort of, do ha, do I want to go through a tough 2023? Uh, it sounds like you do think things will get better by the end of the year. What do you what do you think might happen towards the end of 2023 and into 2024? Is is there, you know, sort of a, a I don't know if there's a, a pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, but, you know, it does sound like you think things will get better uh, after a rough couple of months. I, I do. Um, and I think 2024, now this is my personal opinion as to what I think is going to happen um, in 2024. I think things will be relatively good and moving forward in 2024. And I think that's primarily because of what I suspect the Fed is going to do with its target rate. Right now, they keep saying 2% target rate. Um, and they're sticking to that story. But I think as we start to um, get inflation down, it's going to be stubborn. And, and like I was saying, we we might be at around 4% a year from now. That's not close to their 2% target. So if they want to continue to really get to that 2% target, they're going to have to be even more aggressive and potentially create a jobs-destroying recession to get us there. Um, I think by the time we get to the middle of the next year, the Feds may be up to five or five and a quarter percent for the federal funds rate, um, which is, I think, maybe where they would want to peak. They'll recognize that if they want to keep the story and the narrative of getting to the two percent target rate, they're going to have to, um, you know, take take something that's going pretty well. Um, and and really um, pu- push that push that down, and and why would they change their narrative? I think one of the things they might be saying is, you know, with deglobalization really taking a big picture, or as we transition to alternate energy, which which is more expensive, or as as we have higher wages, as we've spoken of um, here earlier today. Um, we're we're now saying our supply chains, we don't necessarily uh, want them to maybe be in a high risk, low cost area. Maybe we want them to be closer, which is going to be higher cost. All those things combined might be telling the, telling them that this is going to be inflationary, but it's a change post-COVID of how we want things. 
So maybe we can live with a target rate of 3% or 4%. And I think if they say that is what we want to adopt as our new strategy, um, which I think there's a reasonable chance they might, then I think we will will be in in a pretty good situation um, with with 2024. And obviously, that that decision and how the Fed handles inflation and what inflation does is is basically going to impact the entire economy, of course. But you know, back to to housing, is that if if there's one thing that mortgage originators and other people in this in the housing industry should look at, is that the one thing that really impacts everything else is, you know, if inflation gets out of control, everything is good. And and if not, it's going to force the Fed to make decisions that could push us into a recession and cause problems. I, I think that's kind of the wild card. If if Fed the, the Fed changes course on its strategy, it could be very beneficial um in in the medium term, which is 2024. I, I think the good piece of news for um, originators and for the housing market in general is even though all of this bad news is being thrown at the housing market, it's not reacting like it did in 2007, 2008. The supply of homes is still just a, a little over three months, which is which is very, very low. I mean, six months is sort of a the where the buyers and sellers are kind of in equilibrium so it's still very low so i don't see um there being anything long term medium term or long term to to cause me concern and and that would be the the what i would hang my hat on chair absolutely uh eric thanks so much for joining me all right thank you mike we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word this podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Here's your headlines for today, December 19th. Fannie Mae's Economic and Strategic Research Group says we'll have a strong end to this year, but stands by its predictions of a recession for next year. It did improve its forecast a tad, saying the economy will only shrink by five-tenths of a point in 2023. In other news, the legal fight over poaching continues to grow with two new companies entering the fray. Michigan-based Success Mortgage Partners says that Stockton Mortgage Corporation wrongfully lured away at least 30 employees, forcing them to close at least three branches. And finally, Twitter announced on Sunday it would ban accounts used to promote other specific social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Mastodon. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening. <laughs>